Hello, and I will. Keep that in. Keep that in. Keep that in. <laughs> Hello, and welcome everyone to season two, episode fifteen. Oh, brother, where art thou? And throwing over to our cold open to Nick. <laughs> Uh, that was Dr. Hibbert. Uh, that was a good deep, deep laugh. Yeah, it's good Dr. Hibbert laugh. Did it actually like kind of sound like him? Because remember when I tried to do, um, what the heck was my last impression? And was, uh, Mike T- uh, Dredgick Tatum. Remember when I tried to Dredgick Tatum and it ended up sounding like the guy from Office Space? Did that actually even, oh, yeah. was it kind of even, was it Hibberty, Hibberty enough? It was more Hibberty than it was anything else. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, at least I got the point across. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Uh, indeed, yeah. Uh, we This is a great episode that we're coming up on. Um, one of the best of the whole season. Indeed. And what I'm looking forward to the most out of this particular watch fest, even though it's not a fest, it's one episode, uh, is how the Simpsons can affect your mood. Right now, coming into this episode, I am in a particular, particular negative mood. But in the past, whenever I watch something that I very much enjoy, something like The Simpsons, it, it kind of has that tendency to bring you out of a funk. Uh, if you might be in a bad mood, a sad mood, whatever it might be, it kind of brightens your day, right? And this is a particular episode that I've been really looking forward to since we since we started the series. And as we've gotten through season two, I've uh, said, okay, we're coming up on Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Uh, a fantastic fantastic episode uh from memory and you know what even before we get into the episode shane uh going back to last one um you picked a really great clip and even just thinking of that has me smiling with homer's uh smrt singing one of the most quoted lines for sure yeah yes a line that was uh, unintentional improv yeah and some of the best lines ever uh whatever medium uh is improv yeah yeah yeah. improvisation uh for those who don't know what we're referring to you know you're a simpsons fan you know what we're talking about when homer is yeah he sets his degree on fire yeah yeah. he's and he says then dan sings his homer uh smrt i mean smart that was not in the script he was not supposed to uh spell that uh incorrectly that was complete (laughs) unintentional improv but like you said some of the best moments in life in general uh are the ones that aren't scripted are the ones that just kind of happen uh on the spot for instance we had uh in our remember in our work awards this would have been going back to 2019 the yonder days before covid uh, we had a work awards and in the actual script we did this like little fake awards thing uh one of our co-workers he was supposed to say tenure uh it was actually on the card written but he kept, oh, yeah. he kept saying yeah. he kept saying tenure to, and everyone was tenure. like what yeah. is he what's he talking about and i finally said to him I, I believe the word you're looking for there is tenure and it created a, a great laugh out loud moment for a department. Uh, so there you go. Anything in life, uh, not anything, but most things in life that uh, are quite good happen off the cuff. Um, I put a uh, poll up on our Simpsons Twitter page at Simpsons underscore EBE uh, because we were talking about our, our boy Troy McClure back uh, a couple episodes ago in uh, Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment. He's pretty yep. heavy in that one. We had some fond memories ourselves of Troy. So I put it out there 
to all of you saying what is uh, the best Troy McClure film or special. There are so many different things. So I only have three to pick from because the other has to be uh, the fourth option has to be an other as to what to reply with. Uh, Can you can you guess the winner off the top of your head? Oh, it's got to be where where meat comes from. Yeah, meeting you that one. I've got exactly 50 percent of the vote um, and I, I fully expected it to win because it's an absolutely brilliant piece uh alice's adventures through the windshield glass picked up a a good chunk of the vote 27.8 percent um some of the other ones i was actually surprised it's uh, let's say tony orlando's house only got 5.6 percent but uh some of you that's a good one too yeah Yeah. very great great i used to say it all the time people had no idea what the hell i was talking about but i used to say it there were some good replies here uh janie t who is at chunky tunksy said uh gotta go with uh, out with gout 88 like that is i don't know how i didn't think of that one out with gout like that is the fact that they came up with the the rhyming uh kind of telethon thing for <laughs> to solve gout mm-hmm. and uh, his delivery of it his delivery of all the the fake movies and whatnot are just fantastic uh at sby 818 said uh, someone's in the kitchen with dna uh, of course the the great moment when billy asked troy mcclure Mr. McClure, what does DNA stand for? And he just like looks at the camera with a blank stare and it ends. Uh, very, very <laughs> good. Very good. Very good. Uh, at Great Humongous said, lead paint, tasty, but deadly. Uh, very good. Nicely done. Uh, at Matt the G said, designated drivers, the life-saving nerds. Fantastic. At Maddox311 said, good time slim, Uncle Doobie and the great Frisco freakout. Uh, great. Uh, one of our coworkers at Chris Belenovich. Uh, said the decapitation of Larry Leadfoot with an honorable mention to the erotic adventures of Hercules. And, yes, that's yes, a great one too. Very, very yeah, good. I love that one. And then uh, at Rebel Gen Air had a couple saying, um, yeah, meeting you is great. Someone's in the kitchen with DNA is great. And uh, she says she also finds herself frequently saying, smoke yourself thin and get confident, stupid, as, <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> yes. as well as phony tornado alarms reduce readiness. So, who doesn't like Troy McClure? Oh, yeah, Phil Hartman. Shout out to you for the his delivery um, on those fake movie titles, uh, infomercial titles, whatever you want to call them, and to the writers who came up with them. Uh, fantastic, fantastic stuff. And thank you for everyone who replied. Uh, always fun to interact with you at our Simpsons page at uh, Simpsons underscore uh, E B E. But uh, now let's now let's really shift our focus to Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Like we said off the top, we've been looking forward to this one for uh, quite a while. Um, yeah, first major guest star. Yeah, Danny DeVito. Um, first major guest star episode. Indeed, yeah. indeed. He uh, he was asked to be on the show, and uh, funnily enough, when they were doing the, the the recording for this, they had to do it very quickly um, because Danny could only be there for a little bit. Uh, so they did all his stuff. Not in the not in the, the the quickness that Krusty reads his lines for his talking no. Krusty doll. Yeah, but uh, they had to hurry him up a bit. But they said he was an absolute pleasure to work with, as everyone for decades has said about Danny DeVito that he's the absolute best. He's so fun to work with, uh, and that uh, Nancy Cartwright actually, uh, when she was being introduced to him, somebody was talking, saying, "Hey, I'd like you to meet." And as they said, Danny DeVito, she turned around and actually knocked him over. Uh, physically knocked poor Danny. Oh, that's hilarious. But he, he wasn't upset or all anything. Right. Took it all in stride. Uh, yeah, sure. and this is one of the times when, uh, like, it's still very early. So when the 
the this aired in uh, February of 1991. So they would had to have done all the recording and writing and stuff the previous summer. So really still in its infancy. So nowadays, when anybody who you ask will say, oh, yeah, I'll I'll be on The Simpsons. um, Still a little bit of a reach to get to get somebody of the stature of Danny DeVito, right? Uh, Yeah, it's it wasn't I feel like he kind of paved the way for everyone else. At the, it also helped that this is one of the best episodes ever made. True. Um, it, uh, yeah, because yeah. honestly, I've, I talked to one former athlete who said, hey, have you ever met any fellow Simpsons fans? And his response was actually, you know what? There are probably some closet Simpsons fans, but maybe none of them who are uh, kind of willing to do so. So it seemed as if you were an adult uh, I'm, and by adult, I'm saying like over the age of 25, 30 when the Simpsons first came out early to mid nineties, it was kind of like weird to be liking this show because it maybe because it was a cartoon uh, or that it was partially written for kids. Uh, I guess yeah. season one did not seem written for kids though. No, we've been through that. No, the majority of those episodes were quite dark. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But it still seemed a little bit taboo to be uh, a Simpsons fan. And then as it, uh, you know, grew and you'd see people like, you know, Danny DeVito, you'd recognize voices like Michael Jackson and, and Dustin Hoffman. And then as more and more, uh, Aero, you know, Aerosmith in season three, uh, all of the baseball players who were in Homer at the bat were in uh, halfway through season three. So it probably got less taboo as, a, as it became um, more apparent. Oh, it became celebrities goals that they wanted to be a guest star on the Simpsons. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and then it, it kind of paved the way for other shows like King of the Hill and South Park, where, uh, celebrities would openly ask like Jerry Seinfeld and Jay Leno and George Clooney asked in the first season, very first season of South Park, uh, that they asked to be guest stars. Um, yeah. So, uh, this one holds, uh, I think a special place in my heart. It's probably one of my favorites of season two based on my memories. Um, because it also plays into uh, a future episode in season three. So there's a lot of good stuff about this, be it Danny, the overall storyline. And it's funny because at this time, because this, I feel as if this episode had occurred, say season nine, season 10, when everything was so established that it wouldn't have worked because you got to remember that this episode establishes that Homer has a half brother, grandpa fathered another child. But had that been done later on, it would have seemed like the principal and the Poper, which ironically enough is, the date that we're recording this is the 25th anniversary of it. It would have been similar to that where people would have been like, Oh, this is a shoehorn for ratings to try to, you know, they're they're desperate for storylines. Right. So it's, it's kind of, it's almost like the perfect storm of things uh, for this episode to be um, created. Men that fought in the war often had kids overseas. Yeah. Sure. There you go. Uh, Yeah. Grandpa. uh, It didn't, I can't remember now if uh, there we go. Whole point of this episode. I can't remember how exactly grandpa's storyline and to the, to the woman he met with Unky Herb. I don't know why I can't remember this because I've seen this episode a bunch, uh, but we're going to get into that. But yes, we are over overall based on, I have very, very warm memories based on this one. Um, so I'm going in pretty strong here with an 8.1. I think it's an a minus bordering on an a. I, I think this my gut feeling is actually that's probably a little bit lower than what it deserves to be. Shane, what are you going to go with here? I'm going to go in with an 8.8. That is the, there it is. That sets the record. 
uh, breaking your own. Yep, that that indeed does it. This breaks your own uh, 8.6 for um, Bart the Daredevil as your highest pre-rating for any episode. I love this episode so much. Yeah. Is it? Is it? I love the world building it does too. It's just so. uh, Yeah. The I I finally remember a lot of gags. A lot of gags hit really hard too. Mm -hmm. Um. So. And by world building, do you mean? the physical world of uh, like the the Simpsons universe, because we actually go outside of Springfield here. Yeah. We go outside of Springfield. We see uh, basically the, like the kids exposed to a different uh, like they've, they've seen how Ned Flanders lives and he has like a nice, you know, uh, bar and stuff, rec room area, but like they go to to Anki Herb and it's like, you know, he's rich. Yes. Uh, He's like Mr. Burns, if he spent money. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so there's, there's all that. Um, and then, yeah, just uh, building on the Simpsons kind of family lore. Uh, it all just worked in this episode from what I remember. Exactly. It I all just came yeah, together. It seems to be, it doesn't seem forced. It seems like it could actually happen again from what I remember. So I'm excited now you, you, you're going in real high almost into like solid A, A plus territory here. So let's get into it. Season two, episode 15. Oh, brother, where art thou? All right, here we go. All righty, let's dig in. Oh, brother, where art thou? February 21st, 1991, it aired. Shane, last episode, the, oh, the chalkboard guy will not sell land in Florida. I don't know if that's a reference to something that was going on at the time or if that's Bart being a shyster, but not bad. Um, anyways, last episode, I asked you, what the number one song in the UK was when uh, Principal Charming came out. Remember what it was? I've already forgotten. It was Do, oh, it was do the Bartman. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Do the Bartman. Okay, yeah. so February 21st, 1991, UK. What was the number one song in the UK? Uh, was it also Do the Bartman? It was still Do the Bartman. Oh, wow. This is the first time I've gotten one right. I just want to point that out. That is true. Can you? What, people in the UK... Come on, what were you doing back in 1991 where Do the Bartman was that well, popular? Let's move on to new business. No. Oh, I forgot this starts with McBain. You don't have to worry, Senator Mendoza. By now, our dear friend. I completely McBain forgot. Has met with a, shall we say, Strong start. Looks like Mole Man's grandpa over there, too. That's true. <laughs> Excellent. With McBain out of the way. Have you, so the, the old saying that, you know, if you, you patch all of them together, it basically films a loose movie, all the different McBain segments. Have you ever watched the full thing? No. Neither I feel I. like I'm going to do that this weekend. Such great... That could be an episode. We could do that. We could do a podcast. We could watch the whole thing. Isn't it like an hour long, though? No, I don't think it's that long. It's like probably 20 minutes, or maybe 30. No, I don't, I don't even think it's that long. Because these segments aren't that long. Yeah, I guess so. They're only like maybe maximum 15, 20 seconds. Yeah, I love these Schwarzenegger like cliches. Oh, fantastic. They, they nailed it. Oh, McVeigh. He was also really good in the movie as the president. Who? The Simpsons movie. Oh, McVeigh. Uh, I thought you meant Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I was like, what the hell oh, movie yeah. did he... Uh... Yeah. I became president to lead, not to read. That's right, that's right. I'm also wondering why there's a Q-tip on my desk as I'm recording this. I have no idea where this Q-tip came from, but there's a Q-tip here. Shout out to Q-tips. Not supposed to put them in your ear. But everyone does. This is the first time we see one of Grandpa's uh, 
heart minor heart attacks, yeah. And thank you most of all for nuclear power, which is yet to cause a single proven fatality, <laughs> at least in its country. <laughs> Amen. Very nicely said, Homer. Dad, Bart ate a green bean during the blessing. How do you know unless you open your eyes during the blessing? Eating is worse than opening mm, eyes. Got you there, Lisa. Is not too. Is not too. Quiet, you kids. If I hear one more word, Bart doesn't get to watch cartoons, and Lisa doesn't get to go to college. Dad. <laughs> one word. The contrast in the the punishments. Oh yeah, you gotta take away what the kids care about most. Bart and Lisa doing their secret sign language thing here. Did you and your sister ever have like secret codes to talk in? No. Pretty straight to the point, I think. Yeah, you guys just hit each other with spoons, right? Sure. Yeah. Oh my God. Homer, I'm happy to say that your father only had a mild arrhythmia. Mild? There wasn't anything mild about it. Now get back to the pharmacy, you quack. Pretty crazy. Smartwatches now. You can do a was it ECG or EKG? Yeah, you, whatever it is. Uh, you can do that, right? Like I don't know. Yeah, the watch I have on. I, I do it once a month. Yeah. You give yourself an EKG, or ECG, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, you just have to like put two fingers on the watch or whatever. Not sure how accurate it is. Can't explain that. How you put It'll fingers you. on a watch that reads your insides? Can't explain that. Uh, that I can't. No. It's kind of weird that this plot, like you said, it flows. Like it actually, it's weird that like all of a sudden Homer has a half brother. But you're right. This kind of flows. Like Grandpa's almost—he's really scared. He wants—he doesn't want to hide this secret that he's had for a while. Hey, yeah, he thinks he's on his deathbed, his deathbed, so he wants to like come clean. Yeah, but he's just at a carnival. He's not overseas here. <laughs> oh, I forgot that Grandpa's line about that's how uh, he hooked up with her. We left a baby at the Shelbyville orphanage, and I never saw him again. the fair. A year later. I married your mother and That's the first uh, appearance of Mona. I want Homer to grow up so she's slightly different and not voiced by Glenn Close. About that, that carnival incident. Okay. Promise you won't tell him. I promise. Oops. Forget what I just told you. <laughs> what are you blubbering about? This makes me feel special, Dad, since I'm the one you kept. That must mean you really love me. Hmm. Interesting theory. <laughs> I'm going to find my brother. I don't care what it takes. So this is following a trend that we've seen in a few episodes, like really right out of the bat, lots of jokes off the top. Hits you kind of over the head with this, what's going to happen in this episode. Oh yeah, when you start with McBain, you know it's going to be good. True, yeah. Generally. It's a correct word, isn't it? Because he's got us there. Bastard, 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 bastard. 148. This is it. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> is this an orphanage? Ooh, you're a little late, pal. They tore down the orphanage 30 odd years ago. 30 years? Well, that voice sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. Doomed to walk through this life With, uh, wise guy. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting too, because this, this, uh, storyline. <laughs> Get Ray misdirection. The orphanage is across the street. Mr. Simpson. <laughs> and that doctor that's good twin brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I love that Shelbyville is literally just a mirror brother today. Can you tell me his name? yeah it's kind of foreshadowing to what it ends up being right like that there's yeah. there's alternate Dr. Hibbert your brother and named him Herbert. Herbert 
It's funny because, like, nowadays, Homer could just look him up online somehow and find him in an instant. Oh, yeah, he'd have a social media page or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be super easy. Uh, shout out to LinkedIn. You don't get jobs from it, but it's people talking about the new jobs that they got. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, isn't it? Brotherly love isn't Philadelphia, it's Detroit. Well, if you ask me, changing a subject makes you the most worthless, heartless excuse for a human being I ever... Read between the lines, you fool. No! Oh, I get it. Okay. That's great. Here's 20 bucks. Now will you tell me where my brother lives? Just take it and tell me. Detroit, he lives in Detroit. Fine. Thank you. Let's see. Powell, Powell, Interesting that Powell, Detroit has like a native guy with, but it's white, wearing a native headdress. Like, yeah. realistically, Detroit, you know, they ain't doing that nowadays. Yeah, this is so time consuming. It's Kyling, like, just dialing all the pals. Yeah, full, like, straight 90s, right? Yeah. Called all three Herbert Pauls in Detroit. Uh, three. <laughs> they make it seem like it was hundreds. Real good misdirections off the bat. Real strong. Of course. That could stand for Herbert. Homer looks a little bit skinny here in the animation. Like he's not as rotund. Hello. Is this H. Powell of Detroit, Michigan? Yeah. By any chance, does the H stand for Herbert? Yeah. Woo the H stands for Herbert. Herb, were you adopted? Yeah. From the Shelbyville Orphanage? How did you know that? Because I'm your baby brother, Homer. Hello? 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 Stupid phone! Hey, hey, <laughs> I'm here! I'm just silent because of the emotion involved. <laughs> you know, he didn't get the Homer gene. Okay, no, that's right. The, he didn't, or rather the Simpsons yeah. gene. We got a couch that falls out. I'll tell you what. Why don't you come here? I love Danny's read when he... Like, you can feel that he's shocked by the way he's saying, yeah, when Homer's asking the questions about, like, was he adopted? Is his name Herb? And, like, Danny's delivery there was fantastic. Simple thing. Really just saying, yeah, but it works. Did you know you were going? Oh, <laughs> sorry, sir. I didn't know it was you. Hmm. That's okay, carry on. Stay <laughs> the way I handle that, Marge. Wow, what are you doing here? <laughs> what does it look like? Guy's voice sounds like Arnie Pie. <laughs> the Homer drives right past Powell Motors, doesn't even Every see day it. Every we're losing ground to the Japanese, and I want to know why. Oh, uh, unfair trade practices? Mushy-headed one-worlders in Washington? Uh, some sort of gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I ever hire you Harvard deadheads? Because you went there, sir. Yeah, but mommy and daddy didn't pay my way. I had to work my way through washing your dishes and scrubbing your toilets. Oh, yeah, now I remember you. Have you come <laughs> up with a name for our Oh, God. Yeah. You're going to love this, Chief. The Persephone. Persephone? Mm -hmm. What the hell kind of name is Persephone? It's a great she rib on uh, car names and how stupid they are. Get this, sir. She was carried off to Hades by the king of the underworld. It's like, why would anybody care about that? People don't want cars named after hungry old Greek broads. They want names like Mustang. I don't know. Would you buy, would you drive a car named like Hercules or something? Honestly, or to be honest, I wouldn't care what my car's name is. I drive an SUV. I drive a Tucson. 
I don't care that it's named a Tucson. I don't care it's named after a city in Arizona. If that is why it's named a Tucson, I named it. Yeah, it's because it's a good SUV. I couldn't care less what the name is. But there are some names that are really stupid. Um, remember when Volkswagen years ago, they came, the Touareg, remember that one? The SUV? Oh, what, what the yeah. hell is that? Who cares? There's probably something the two rigs means mm. SUV or something like that or can correlate to SUV, but it's like, who cares? Oh, that seems fantastic. I just appreciate this. Oh, what a great transition. You look just like except you got a little more and a little less. God, I feel so Welcome to my home, brother. Holy moly, the bastard's rich. Herb, allow me to... Literally called him a bastard. This is my wife, Marge. Well, as Bart said, it's a technical term. You old dog, she's gorgeous. Thank you. And our three children, Bart, Lisa, and Maggie. Hello, sir. Hello, Mr. Powell. All born in wedlock? Yeah, though the boy was a close call. <laughs> so... Lisa, it's funny that's even a question. Like, I don't think many people would even ask that. Yeah, yeah, no one asked that. The little hellraiser, sir. Would you like to hold the baby, Herb? Oh, I'm afraid I wouldn't know how. No, what's to know? Just dive in. That's kind of right. Homer's right. That's that's parenting right there. Nobody really knows what they're doing. You figure it as you go along. You're the richest man I know. I feel. I love that little animation too. Also, Maggie grabbing Powell's or Unky Herb's tie. Anytime you're hungry. Anytime, day What's with the animation on Homer? Why does he look like he's baked out of his head? Oh, he's thinking about all the food. Have a Must have been. Court, a swimming pool, a screening room. I want pork chops even in the middle of the <laughs> night. Your guy will fry him up. Sure, that's what he's paid for. Now, if you need towels, laundry, maids. Wait, 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 wait. Let me see if I got this straight. It's Christmas Day, 4 a.m. There's a rumble in my stomach. Homer, please. <laughs> Your old man sure loves pork chops. <laughs> he sure does, Uncle Herb. Bart, Uncle Herb sounds so formal. I don't know. I'm entranced with this episode. I always get so I know. in it. The, I love, for me, um, I love like the origins of stuff and like when you first, you know, meet a character. Uh, like for us in, I don't really like superhero movies, but I love like the origin stories when things just start to happen and they discover their powers and like. There's a discovery so of kind of like a new type of world or something. Actually, yeah. Kind of kind of reminded me, given the, given those vibes a bit. Okay, you learn about Unky Herb's history. And you're right. It's neat to see them interacting in a completely different world. Oh, yeah. This is arguably lower middle class um, going to ultra rich. Yes. Oh, I kept the wrong one. Look, I picked son, the wrong one. Yeah. Poor grandpa. Oh, I forgot that he went on a balloon ride. He knows his son quite well. He's in. He thinks he's gonna screw it up. <laughs> I love this kid. Hock your brains out. I don't remember this part. The balloon ride, do you? I do remember it now. Uh, yeah, might it, okay. I'm not sure if that was cut out or not. Because you don't want people spitting over balconies and stuff. Okay, Homer. Pick out anyone you want. Are you sure you want to give me a car? Hey, you know what these things cost me? There's maybe 40 bucks worth of steel in them. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I'd like a big one, then. We don't have a big one. Why not? Because Americans don't want big cars. Well, then give me one with lots of pep. Sorry, our cars don't have pep. Why not? Uh, because Americans want good mileage, not pep. Homer, tell the nice man <laughs> what country you come from. America. Do you hear that, you morons? This is why we're getting killed in the marketplace. They should have made the Caminero. Yeah. You're telling them what they want. I'm gonna save the company. I need your help. You do? This was kind of happening at the time, right? Like late 80s, early 90s, the the, the non-American um, markets were getting destroyed by primarily the Japanese markets, like Hyundai and Honda and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because um, meet my team of engineers. They're going to build your car. And then the third came along. The what? Oh, I call it the third. Uh, like the F 150s, though. Oh, yeah. Like the number one selling vehicle in the States. Yeah, the big old I drop my dog, I drink my beer, have my Ford. Wait. This is a pretty reliable vehicle. But yeah, it's uh, it's that's the most popular car, I'm pretty sure, or vehicle rather, still. Pretty sure I also just said drive my dog, which doesn't make sense, but. I don't know. You could say you meant Dodge. That's great, though, when they ask Homer, like, what do you want? I don't know. I want to go on a pony ride, Uncle I want to go on a boat ride, Uncle Which is kind of true. A lot of people will complain about things or want things, and you ask them, hey, well, how do you fix this? And they don't know. That's true, yeah. Kids are so easy to please. I really hope we're not spoiling them. What's that? The onboard computer. All right. Ooh, what's that doohickey? Mr. Sampson, your brother told you to help us with this car now, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. Well, then, why don't you get us some coffee? No, oh, poor Homer. Okay. Bad at mm. night, Unky Herb. Okay, this part where Unky Herb and Bart are, like, playing baseball in the living room, this may have been the most envious uh, part of the episode when I was watching... As a kid, like that, I would have been most jealous of it. Have like a room big enough that you could play catch. That's true. That'd be amazing. Yeah, rack and peanut steering. Homer, do you know why I gave you this job? Because you think I'm a genius? No, I don't think you're a genius. Because you think I'm dynamic? I don't think you're dynamic. You think I work well with others? No, 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 no. Homer, I gave you this job because you're an average schmo. That's how he became an astronaut. All you need is a little self-confidence. Oh, Unky Herb, I don't know what? anything about cars. Listen to me. Here's what you do. From now on, before you say anything... I wonder if this, like, how... If I was ever say you, sure you got, anything, I'm sure as an experiment, 100 companies, sort of. and you let an average schmo run the company for a year. I wonder how many would fail... How many would stay the same? How many would improve? It'd be an interesting experiment. I feel like most people would fail. As much as we'd like to think that we could run stuff better, there's just so much going on that... Like, I, you know what? I bet people would get good at it after, like, close to a year. Yeah, that might be the... People would adapt. And some things are so snazzy they never go out of style, like tail fins and bubble domes. Um, so our buddy Greg Howe joined us in a couple episodes. Uh, uh-huh. Well, you know what? He made I'm a good point saying that the car that, that ends up being right developed by Homer is uh -huh. kind of like the Ford Edsel, uh -huh. which was one of the biggest busts. Uh -huh. all right, all right. Nearly killed Ford. Okay, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. You're going to hang up, call me back, and say the exact Shout out to, uh, to Greg Howe. We got it in, man. <laughs> we got that in the episode. with the guys down at the plant, the year old man. Yellow. Homer Simpson is a brilliant man with lots of 
practical ideas. He is ensuring the financial security of this company for years to come. Oh, yes. And his personal hygiene is above reproach. Whoa, I disagree. I want a horn here, here, and here. You can never find a horn when you're mad. And they should all play La Cucaracha. <laughs> and do, Mr. S. And sometimes the kids are in the Elon kind of took that. They're you can make the horn sound like different things on a Tesla. You could do about that. Maybe a built-in video game would keep them entertained? You're fired! What is my brother paying you for? What about a, a separate soundproof bubble dome for the kids? With optional restraints and muzzles. Bullseye! And another thing. It seems when so dangerous. Motor, Imagine just locking your kids off in a separate part of the car you can't get to. And you can't even hear them. Yeah. yeah. The mouse is named Itchy and the cat is named Scratchy. They hate each other. And they're not shy about expressing it. Oh, good, good, good. This is kind of neat too, but Uncle Unky Herb experiencing some things that he probably missed out on as a kid. <laughs> Got a McBain and a Scratchy Scratchy in one episode. Very nice, very nice. To think I wasted my life in boardrooms and stockholders meetings when I could have been watching cartoons. This old fool has wasted his life. Kind of a parallel of uh, Bart and Martin when they get flip-flop. Like, Monkey Herb's becoming slightly more like Homer, and Homer's getting hardcore involved with developing this car. Yeah. Aerodynamic. I'm not sure why they have to scan his body, but it is what it is. It's funny because they're they're paying to see the penguins, but you can do that now at the Toronto Zoo. You can pay. You can go see penguins. No, 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 no. Ah, perfect. Yeah, Homer's the card. The ladies and gentlemen. I need to buy the Hot Wheel of this. Have it on my desk. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, uh, Your Holiness. Uh, the Pope is there. That's great. We are going to witness. Oh, what a great commercial. Coming yeah, up. Ripping on stupid car commercials. All my life, I have searched for a car that feels a certain way. Powerful like a gorilla, yet soft in you. It's almost like, like a mix ball. of terrible now car and cologne commercials. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the car. I love how Anki Herb has not seen this yet. This is the first time he sees it. Is it atrocious? Yeah. Any questions? What does this monstrosity cost? Jerry, what's the sticker price? $82,000! This monstrosity cost $82,000? What the hell did Homer do that caused the car to be $82,000 in 1991? It was those extra, extra horns. Three horns. They get bought out by Komatsu Motors. Now, in the real world, the government would have just bailed them out. As they did, 17 years roughly after this episode. Yep. So Anki Herb would not be getting on a bus to leave. No. He would be sitting in a mansion somewhere still. Yep. He may have gotten mad at Homer, but he'd be ah, whatever. We still got Herb. As far as I'm concerned, I have no brother. Ah, beautiful delivery. What a line, yeah. Really feel it. He almost went... Uh, into a uh, Harvey Firestein voice, like Carl, like the way he, he... I 
uh, Homer's assistant Carl. That deep scratchy voice. <laughs> Poor grandpa. That's great. He didn't even get to enjoy it. He almost died and he didn't even get to see his... <laughs> and he just he takes the cab son, back yeah. to Springfield. He doesn't even get in the car with Homer. He just takes a cab no. back. Your car was really cool. Thanks, boy. I was waiting for someone to say that. Of course. No, yeah. with a car like that, you would still have a few people that would want to buy it. Just to say they have it. So it's a shame that they never um, brought that car back in an episode. Yes. Like even in the background, is a background gag. Yeah. Or someone would have like the floor model or like the number one. Yeah. Like a DeLorean or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like Mr. Burns should have, or eh, maybe not Mr. Burns, but. Um, Some weird. I always maybe like Arthur name. Fortune or something. Yeah. Someone rich in The Simpsons should have had one. Yeah. Um, rich Texan. Maybe a big rich Texan. Yeah, Maybe he could have had it. Right? Or um, who are you trying to think? Uh, of? Who's the name that's stuck in your head? I'm trying to think of the guy, uh, the eccentric billionaire guy that he, Homer works for. Oh, Scorpio. Yeah, Scorpio. Yes. If Scorpio had a line in there with like, "You're the one that you're Homer. Did you make that car or like something like and yeah, that?" Yeah, that would have been, been like, combat. "What car?" As he walks right past it, and that, yeah, yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I got the only one." Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, and then yeah, Homer loves it, not realizing that it's the car he made years ago. That would have been cool. I like that. Very cool. Um, overall, this is probably the best story that we've seen so far. The story flows really well. They are, I didn't feel bored at no, any point. They are able to convince no. a lot, or convince, condense a lot into 22 minutes. Um, it had good gags. I thought the story just overall was the strongest aspect of this episode. Uh, so I'm going to improve my rating uh, from an 8.1 to an 8.4. Uh, very, very good episode. Not as, not maybe as funny as I remember. Actually, you know what? That's not fair. 8.5. An 8.5 because uh, it didn't have a lot of good solid stuff. Uh, Danny's lines, his delivery was great. He, whether he was sad, uh, curious, like when Homer's asking about the adoption stuff, uh, he, he went all out. And for a guy who, as we know now, only delivered those lines in a relatively quick, short amount of time. Um, kudos to Danny uh, for, for doing that. Um, yeah, 8.5 is what I'm going with. What do you got, Shane? I'm going to stick with my 8.8. .8. I want to increase it. Um, it's pretty fair. I, it's pretty I love this episode. Um, yeah, is it as funny as some other episodes where I'm laughing out loud? No. Like, there are certain gags that are way funnier than anything that's in this episode. Um it's just that there's enough funny in there with the serious and with the world building and with kind of like how it sucks you into the episode that uh, that's what you want. You know, you want to watch an episode and forget about everything else. That, and that's what this episode does for me. That yeah. hits the um, nail on the head for me because as I said at the beginning, I was uh, not in the best of moods coming into this episode, but I feel... A heck of a lot better i feel like that rejuvenated my spirits um a little bit uh and I, i'm a huge huge fan of the misdirection which is why for this particular episode my top gag is when homer goes to the orphanage and they go on the whole thing about how it's now a gas station but it turns out the orphanage is just right across the street uh very very good misdirection underrated i completely forgot about that part um what do you got for your best gag the the homer commercial is my favorite yeah, I always love that commercial. Um, it's not very long either, eh? But it really drives uh, the point. Yeah. Uh, the commentary of of Homer is just so funny to me. Um, yeah, that's my favorite. And, uh, 
There were a few gags though in here. Yeah, um, there really were. The whole carnival thing I thought was pretty funny because I had forgotten the origin of of Unky Herb there. Um, that basically he didn't even. It would have made more sense. Or I would have been more lenient on Grandpa had he like had a kid overseas when he was in the war because mm -hmm. a lot of people did that. Mm -hmm. um, but he was just at a local carnival. <laughs> Essentially, he what he admits to is is that he he hooked up with a prostitute who who was a carny. Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then he went to the same carnival a year later and had a kid. <laughs> yeah, sure uh, enough, he goes back yeah. and yeah, she's there with uh, with Unky Herb. Yeah, a lot of a lot of great gags. I love the the whole back and forth between Homer and Herb when they first meet each other, and it's like, hey, you got a little more, you got a little less. Um, that was pretty good. The phone gag where he says, "Hey, call me back and say the exact opposite of what you just said to me." uh about homer's stink and his qualities and stuff um it, always great. yeah yeah it would have been cool as a kid imagine yourself as like uh like in your early teens again you find out that whatever you have this really rich relative and you get to experience like all that stuff um that'd be cool like and the way they showed all of that yes. i don't know it's it's easy to get lost in that yes you know? i agree i agree i definitely thought about that uh growing up and watching this episode like imagine if you had that rich uncle or something like that that came out of the woodwork and next thing you know uh and i think that that kind of falls into the same thing when homer takes over burns's house uh when he goes to the mayo clinic and and uh, kind of gets to live the life of a billionaire and you kind of get swept away in that in that dream of that um so yeah a lot of a lot of stuff coming together the guest of danny the overall story the gags the fantasy aspect of it that you can kind of relate to all of that combined for a very, very good episode, quite possibly the best one um, that we have seen yet. Up next, we got Bart's dog uh, gets an F. Um, I always, I, I didn't like this one as a kid just because I'm a dog person. I always felt sad for Santa's little helper. Uh, yeah. So this one will be curious to see if I can overcome my, uh, I guess, animal bias uh, to see the episode for what it actually is. I remember it being okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, okay. It's just okay. Um, anyways, that's that. It's that time again. It's that time again. Everyone's favorite time. Plug, plug yeah. city. Plug away. All right, everybody. So please follow us on Twitter at Simpsons underscore EB. That's the best way to get in touch with us and follow all the cool stuff that Nick posts on there. He posts. Uh, uh, you know, we were just talking about the Troy McClure. Like, what is the best uh, short or uh, gag or whatever, and. He posts stuff like that all the time. So please follow us and interact with us. We'd love that. Um, if you are listening to us on Spotify or uh, iTunes or whatever, um, please follow us and rate us. That helps out a lot. And just a couple quicks, uh, clicks for you. And if you're feeling really up to it, uh, if you want to throw a couple dollars our way, uh, there's a link under every episode description called Buy Me a Coffee. And you can donate a couple bucks and we'll buy a coffee or whatever, and that'd be much appreciated. If not, uh, two new episodes every Friday. So look forward to that. Two new episodes um, every Friday, indeed. For the foreseeable future, um, it could go to, we could be doing this in 2028. I could have, you know, Basset Hounds, uh, kids, a monkey yep. wearing a diaper. Like there are all sorts of possibilities that could be happening in our lives. I could be working in Iowa, finally living out my dream of visiting uh, Des Moines and Ames, Iowa, doing something that maybe they'll have a hockey team. Maybe I'll work for the Iowa Cornhusks or something like that. And Shane 
will be finally filling out his dream of making the world's perfect molasses cookie in Boston, Massachusetts. There are all sorts of possibilities, but yes, for the foreseeable future, two new episodes <laughs> every yes. single uh, Friday. I am going to give you a challenge because I didn't do the last one for what's going to be the end all uh, right, piece of music or whatever. Something uh, that reminds people of their brother or sister. Because we get, obviously, this is a brother themed episode. Something mm. that reminds them of their okay. brother or sister. That is my challenge to, uh, and I'm curious to see what they come up with that. I think this that's going to be easy. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. So we'll see what Shane comes up with in five, four, three, two, one. Here it is. Thanks for listening. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, four. Lisa, it's your birthday. God bless you this day. You gave me the gift of a little sister, and I'm proud of you today. Lisa, it's your birthday.